When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Pat, you've, uh, you've seen more Vikings seasons than anyone on the show has. Uh, we're halfway through the season. Vikings, well, they're tied record-wise with the Eagles for the best. Or Eagles have a tiebreaker, but... Where where are we at on the scale of uh, Super Bowl excitement here? Where where should we be at with this current Vikings team? Uh, well, let me say this first of all: Vikings going up, Eagles coming down. Recent uh, weeks, yeah. Eagles are not playing nearly as well. They're not as dominant. They, they made the train. a little early. They made the train for Quinn. Now they might have flattened out and they'll come back. I mean, all teams don't. Not too many teams go sixteen and one or something like that, but. When you look at the NFC, it is you are allowed to have Super Bowl excitement. If, if yeah. there was somebody out there who terrified you, but now that the Eagles are look so vulnerable for about three weeks, really, and then they give up thirty some to the Commanders, who, you know, when the Vikings were getting ready to play them, I said the reason they're going to beat the Commanders is they never score more than seventeen points, yeah. and they go and move it up and down the field against the Eagles last night. So yes. With the condition of the NFC right now, it's fine to get Super Bowl excitement here. Uh, and uh, Cowboys coming to town, that's uh, always huge. And, uh, and, and when, is, when is the last time we had a big Cowboys game? Uh, sometime in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Back when, I think uh, the Vikings went there, Pat, in prime time in 2019, and Kirk actually, I believe, got the win. Okay. I think it's one of his rare okay. primetime Sunday night football wins in but 2019. Were they, were they, they were okay then. They're okay. The amazing stat about Dallas is, right? They haven't been to the NFC title game since 95, is it? 95? I think that's right. Yep. Yeah. 95. Yep. When they yep. beat the Vikings, uh, I remember writing a column of Denny gets beat today. Uh, he might get fired because all the controversies were raging. That was after the the scandal and the whole thing. And uh, Cowboys uh, clobbered him, and then he survived and got more power than he ever did and still hung around for 10 years. So that was not a prophetic column whatsoever. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think it's fine to have some, because they're getting better. And this Adam Hokinson is great. They finally got a tight end. Uh, because Herb Smith is like the phantom. Went, oh, we got Herb Smith. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Herb, see you. See you in another. See you in your next life, Herb. But uh, uh, so that, that's a really big addition. And they're finishers. They're finishers. They, they were never, you know, God loves them. They were never finishers. Now, here's the deal. Gary Anderson didn't miss a kick. Right all year, and then missed one. 
Greg Joseph, who misses dozens of them, <laughs> is going to kick a 57-yarder to put him in the Super Bowl. That <laughs> yes. is my – there is your ultimate karma, right? A guy that we can't rely on kicking them into the Super Bowl when Gary could not do it way back in 98. That is, I'm, I'm giving you that as my karma – Oh, we need this to be years. on the record. Can we, can we put this way, on the record? Right this coming down, this 57-yard kick is coming down blah, in the dome and it hits the back of the goalpost and pops over. That's what happened. Wow. Dax, let's put, let's put this in the Write That Down archives here. <laughs> that, this is a, that's a, that's a, that's a three-run homer, isn't it? If it comes true, I think. It's well, a- it is, but unfortunately, if it's a fifty-five-yarder, we're gonna have to buzz you because you're just make specific. It, let's just make it fifty or more. How, <laughs> no, how about that? No, if it's- we want it to be one of those. He's got no chance. He's not gonna make 50, this. fifty-five why, or more. Fifty-five or more. Why don't they try one more pass? Why don't they try one more play? Ooh. You know, I know it's fourth and four, but let's try one more play to get him closer. Like we were doing down in the Superdome with Brett, right? We had to <laughs> so get how, how much bad luck, Patrick, do, does that this erase? Also, this also makes up for Longwell not getting his chance to win the game, right? This this makes up for a lot of sins. Greg Joseph kicking the uh, the, the Super Bowl vaulting. Uh, and then they get down there and one for the thumb, baby. Somebody's going to beat him, but uh, that'll uh, – <laughs> You know they're good though. I've I've finally conceded that. I've, I've been a, a god they're lucky guy, but they're good. They're good. They're plucky as hell. They got a lot of good players. They're healthy. Uh, they they got a roughness about them, a ruggedness about them uh, that make plays. They got you know Patrick Peterson, who's comparable in Viking history to this guy that supposedly finished but comes up and makes a, a play every once in a while. He gets beat once in a while, but he makes some plays and. Uh, he has some uh, spirit about him, and uh, yeah, they're good. I'm, I'm all in. I'm just now. I was all in on PJ, but that was with a wink. <laughs> There's no wink on this. I think they're good. I think they have a, a a very good chance to win the NFC. So if they make a 57 yard field goal that doinks in, yes. How much bad luck and misfor- misfortune through the years does that right there erase? <laughs> Well, Minnesota bad sports luck. Their last two chances to actually win an NFC title game. Yes. They're both of those. Because the other two they were in, uh, 41 Donut and 38-7, were, uh, were, uh, it wasn't exactly the kicker's fault either of those games. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, I, I, think it, uh, I think it wipes out a lot of – you know what? They've – the interesting thing about – them is compared to all the other franchises in town how seldom they've been absolutely rotten you know mm-hmm. i mean yes. they've always they're always you know seven and nine nine and seven ten and you know six now you got 17 games it's they they don't have long stretches of rottenness they have long stretches of not you know finishing but yeah they're, they're 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 always the one reason they're so popular is they're always relevant to some degree, right? Yes. And now that they're putting seven teams into the playoffs, uh, obviously they don't need that this year. But that 
you know, hell, they were they were terrible last year. They drove you nuts, and they weren't out of it till what two weeks to go or something like that. They weren't yeah. they weren't completely done. So they're they, it's uh, it, through different owners, through crazy son of a guns running the team, uh, uh, you know, through the steady hand of Bud and the crazy hand of Bernsey and uh, and the grumpy hand of Denny and uh, Chili and Ticey and all of them, they're usually relevant. They aren't rotten. To you know what's amazing? So if we take away, let's take away the first uh well, for sure, the first two seasons in Vikings history, where they were they were an expansion well, team. The, six, the, the Bad Brocklet era, they were relevant one year, '64, and then they and then they bounced, then they went backwards in '65, and when they when they quit, when you know when they uh, when they uh, when Bud, Norm Norm quit and then came back and uh, the whole thing and the whole Tarkington feud. So the the Bad Brocklet era was not that was. Yeah. Bad. That was abject failure, and the Les Teckle was the, the Les Teckle era was terrible too. But it was very brief. <laughs> it was very brief. Yeah. Well, yeah. they've only what I was going to say is they've only even if you count the first two years in franchise history, they've only had really ten seasons. A, a disaster to me is five wins or fewer, where you're yeah, just right, like right. you're fighting for the number one or number two pick. Not that yeah. six and six and ten is not something to celebrate, but. Uh, they've only had 10 of those the first two years of the franchise. Uh, actually, the, the first three years of the franchise, they won five games or fewer. And then there was another one in 1966 and 67. So if you if you take away, like, no. the first era, the first six years, mm-hmm. they've only had maybe four disaster seasons. Yeah. Which yeah, is kind of amazing. It is. It, it is. It's, uh, you know, less had the, what, 3 and 13 or something like that. And uh, I mean, they've had disaster seasons. Well, crazy yeah. happenings like uh, <laughs> that's true. You know, Ticey's last year when, when we had about a weekly scandal there, and then Chili's, uh, you know, getting a dumbbell thrown at him by uh, Percy Harmon, and uh, <laughs> and uh, didn't, wasn't a Percy that threw something at him, and yeah, a dumbbell, Randy, yeah, Randy nice toss. Randy badmouthed him, and uh, you know, Chili had some rocky time, and. And Denny's last year was uh, terrible, but yeah, they're they're always relevant. And uh, and and it's and I've also said this, Phil. Uh, uh, I've said it often is the post Randy Moss '98 Viking crowd is much more optimistic than the pre Randy Moss Viking crowd because we were yeah. fatalists because of the four Super Bowls. We were, you know, we were. This is don't worry, nothing good's going to happen. Now uh, at 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 the end and but the the post randy crowd wants to be happy they're not always happy they get agree uh, they they decided zim was an ogre and all that stuff but uh but they're uh they're, they're they got an optimistic fan base now that they did I, I would tweak that i would i would create a third category as someone who's in the, in the third category so there's the there's the four super bowls fans which mm-hmm. i would say you and, and judd kind of caught the tail end as a kid yeah. he kind of caught the he caught the uh you know the aftershock of that um then there's the fans that were sort of like declan almost like the fans that were born in the mid 90s or yep. later or early 90s or later and they don't really remember 98 yeah, yeah. those are the optimistic fans that believe anything is possible largely mm-hmm. yeah but then there's the third group and i'm in this group that was born after the four super bowls 
but very much became a huge fan of the Randy Moss era and yes. and caught the fever in 1998, and then they lose. And, and for fans in my generation, it's so hard to compute how they didn't win the Super Bowl that year that you, like, there's been no other team that comes close to that team in terms of dominance, so it's hard to even imagine. Yes. Well, how would, if that team didn't win it, then how would this team win it, yeah. you know? You know, I was just, I just had this other thought. You could almost define their eras by their dominant receivers because they've always, you know, you've had, mm-hmm. you know, you had Randy, you know, hey, great things are going to happen. We had, uh, now you got Jefferson early on, early on. They've always Sammy White you had, you had they, Chris Carter, the Chris Carter era. You've always, uh, I'll have to look at that and see if there's a defining receiver for, now the first year, the defining receivers were Jerry Reichow and Bob Schnelker. So we weren't real good back then. Yeah. You know? Two slow white guys were your uh, two receivers back then. But Paul Flatley was the uh, was their first star receiver, and they weren't very good. So uh, it, it's kind of, you know, it, it, it's probably been, is it the most, uh, well, maybe defensive line, but is it the most prestigious position in Viking history? Uh, for the number of great players, it has to be. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That, that or or defensive line. It's either that or defensive line. Anthony Carter, you know the run that he put them on with Bernsey and uh, the whole. So it's it's kind of a and this this kid might be the best of all. Uh, Chip's got a great. You can have a great thing tomorrow. Did you see uh, his quote from Chris Carter that he already sent out there? Yes. I yes. talked to him yesterday. He says, I wasn't a, that wasn't a catch. I was a, he apprehended that ball. So yeah. <laughs> but he got a hold of Carter. He got a hold of Larry Fitz Jr. He got a hold of uh, Sammy White. Wow. And he got a hold of uh, who else? And of course, Ron Johnson had to get himself in there. And uh, wait, and, wait, what? Ron Johnson probably called him. And then, uh, but he caught talked some guys a lesser, uh, lesser, you know, like. <laughs> the best high school receiver in the state, the kid from St. John's, and he's gonna. That's gonna have a piece for tomorrow. Talking all. Did Chip guys. cover Ron Johnson when he covered the Gophers? Is that? I think is that he the probably co- did. Okay, so it was like Ron him is, okay. You know, he's starting off, and he don't know. He doesn't know how many guys he are gonna call him back. Get right. I, I talked to him. It's funny. I called him yesterday, and I said, "Are you? Do you have your?" lead for your football across America thing. I think it'd be great to get four or five guys that, you know, at different levels to what they thought of the catch. And he says, I've already talked to three of them. So he was already on that story before the, the, uh, the old uh, mediocre minds think alike deal. But anyway, that was, uh, but that I'm I'm looking forward to reading that, especially when I saw the first quote from uh, Chris Carter. Because Chris Carter can be great if he if you can get him in that rare occasion when he's in the right mood, uh, and uh, but yeah, I mean that's a that's a that's a catch worthy of I, I don't know Jerry and thank and congratulations to Jerry Holt from the Star Tribune capturing that in its complete essence in the front page of the paper yesterday too. Wow, yeah, it was, it was just great. Hey, Judd, do you have a Star Tribune next to you? Um. From yesterday, I do. Yeah, oh, and that'll, that'll work. If you could just kind of open it up to, like, uh, the second okay, page there. Okay, hold on there. a second here. Okay. Oh, there we go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Go for football. 
Yeah. Go for uh, go for basketball. go for basketball. Uh, had a had a nice nice game Wait. last night against DePaul. Hold on a second, Ron Johnson. If Ron Johnson <laughs> is quoted, <laughs> then then Ryan Hogue damn well should be quoted too. Okay, because there was never a quote that Ryan Hogue wouldn't give as well. Yeah. Okay. He was uh, he was a good one, but uh, I I had. Did you, Phil, out there in uh, Seattle, you didn't uh, get to watch that epic performance last night. But no, no, I mean, I, I, have, I have ways. I had, it. I chose to not watch it. Yeah, just to that be was clear. a very good decision. But <laughs> I was thinking, okay, last year, you know, they ended up blasting the Big Ten because they didn't have any talent. But when you watched them last night, Jed and I exchanged this thought. They had no idea what the hell they were trying to do. It was complete miserable chaos and then you're thinking okay last year why didn't it look like this last year well they had six seniors now these guys were transfers from i almost said bum university (laughs) but uh you know these were transfers from nowhere but they had played right yeah i think if you told them to do something they might not physically be able to do it but mentally they could do it, you know, they could try to do it, right? Yes, yeah. I'm sure you're, it's like talking to a wall with these guys, right? Uh, I mean, you got the freshmen who are like, you know, not superstar freshmen, decent freshmen, but they, God, it was brutal. It was brutal, unwatchable. Uh, they, they gave him 20 offensive rebounds. Is and, Dawson Garcia good? He's an inside player. He's an out, why is he outside shooting jump shots? I, I thought he played inside. I have no clue. I, I don't know. He didn't know what the hell he was doing either. That was uh, that was a dis- this is the first time I watched him in college because he never got off the bench hardly with North Carolina. So uh, yeah, he was. But boy, that was terrible. And it's gonna they're picked to finish last in the Big Ten, and uh, nothing we watched last night would uh, change that. <laughs> I, you know. So I guess what we have to do is, I, I think Phil, you've said this about other things. This is what a rebuild looks like, and the, the, last year. That wasn't a rebuild. That was a who can we get to show up, right? Yeah. And play. Who can who will come and play? You know, two transfers from William and Mary, for God's sake. You know, so uh, so this is the start of the rebuild. Because last year it is. Was not, there was no foundation. Last year was year zero. Yes, that was definitely that was a true year zero. There's no doubt about. Is it. Is there hope here though? I mean, he did hit Ben Johnson did hit on some decent recruits in this last recruiting class, right? There, that there's yeah, there is yeah, some well, talent on the way. Yeah, well, Carrington, everybody said it's going to be really good. He's, he's he was hurt. He's not playing. They don't have battle to kind of steady the ship. And I like the the big kid, uh, Farrell Payne. Is it? I mean, he's yeah. big. He's a big kid. He. He doesn't shoot from more than two feet away from the basket, but uh, that's okay. But yeah, I think there is. But this is this is. I think last night was reality. Okay, this is the start. We'll see where he is in two or three years because this is. That had to look at three and seventeen in the Big Ten last night, man. That was terrible. The yeah. barn is going to be rather chilly and empty this winter. Yes. yes uh, yeah. We well, you know what? Since. Since the scandal, and and even before, since '97, it's 25 years now. Gopher basketball has been as bad as anything in town, haven't it? It has been. Yeah. They've been terrible. They've had like three. They had like two years with Tubby. I think they've won two NCAA games since then, right? 
too. I think uh, Patino won one. Patino won one. Tubby and Tubby won one. He got fired. Tubby got fired. Won one and got fired. Tubby Still didn't. Tubby win the first one since then and got fired. I think he did. I think he did. Yeah, because uh, Dan Munson only went once, right, with Vincent Greer, and then That's Tubby right. went. Tubby went three times, but he went with the the first yeah. couple of years. He went yeah. with nine and eight or nine and nine teams in the Big Ten, but oh. You know what's good, though? The white floor is gone. It's safe to watch Gopher basketball again. They have a real floor. <laughs> Star Tribune's going to do a big story about it. Has it, yeah, has anyone has anyone ever marketed the floor as the number one reason to come to a basketball game? Hey, you can see the game. The new the new the new programs actually have the floor on the front cover. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interview the floor. You know the poor. I think they the 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 pain was what, four for four or five for five in the first half, and they were shooting from a foot away, you know. But uh, the other guys were three for twenty six or something like that. They they went. How long they were over? They missed twelve straight shots at one at one point. So that was that was brutal. Lee Whalen got a great superstar in the making. This uh, freshman, Mar- Maura Brown, Maura Brown must be something. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be lonely over there again this winter. It's okay. Well, uh, at least yeah. we've got the other basketball team to to lean into here. And yeah. D'Lo has turned it around. So you guys who've been ripping D'Lo for weeks now. Yeah. Yes. How quickly was Getting Tim Connolly? How many? How many fellow GMs and Pobos did Tim Connolly text in the hour after D'Lo's breakout game? <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you see this? I'll send you a video. He was great. Man. I love to. I love it's like oh, you know, we're we're celebrating this performance. No, that needs to be a nightly occurrence when or, you're making thirty one million and you're or the starting point. A monthly occurrence. <laughs> right, that works too. Yes, yeah, it's a clearance sale. If, if he doesn't stink the next game. I'll be shocked. I don't even know when do they play again. Is it tonight or tomorrow? I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're home. Go check out Flagrant no. Howl. <laughs> I was going to say, you're only co-host of the Flagrant Howl show, Mackie. You know what? You know what, though? <laughs> we were bashing Jim Pete's quote about they just had too many home games. Maybe he was right. D-Lo had too many home games. He did? He yes. distracted. You know, they didn't get beat at Memphis, but, you know, they you know they're always going to get beat in Memphis, but uh, yeah, maybe Jim Pete. Maybe that was great analysis. Maybe that wasn't BSNBS. Maybe that was a great analysis there, Jim Pete. Congratulations! Too many home games. Coming up next, eighty-two road games next year. The Wolves <laughs> are going to try to play a schedule all on the road. Uh, yeah, they, uh, uh, we've confirmed it's tomorrow night against the Magic. Tomorrow night. Oh, okay, in Orlando, right? In Orlando, yes, or here, yeah, thank, in Orlando. No, thank they're God. on a four-game swing. They go to Philadelphia. Thank God, no thank home God game. Yeah, yeah. Shutter Target Center. In fact, this this could be the run here. The, the next time they have back-to-back home games is uh, first week in December. So they're going to get plenty of time to oh, sleep okay, in those whatever hotel they Western, stay in beds. Heavenly you got my prediction, boys. Super Bowl, Greg Joseph, 57-yarder. It's happening. Get a T-shirt for him. We will. We will. Did the, the, the It's Happening t-shirts say twins on them, or does it just say it's No, I, I think that we, so we're not – you can't do that. But <laughs> you, can do, you can do color schemes. So, okay. you know, we can, oh, bring, we can right. bring those yeah. back for – What were the ones we gold. had to burn? 
uh, those were the. <laughs> oh my god! Wiggy one? No, no, not. The no, it was it was one. it was a Roycey and Mackie in Dunkin' Donuts lettering. Oh, that's right. And yeah. and, and, and Dunkin' Donuts sent a cease and desist letter, and we had to burn the. We I think I don't think we ever actually gave any away, but yeah, we did right. have a couple. We had to like return and burn in the back of the Harbor yeah, Building. Yeah. <laughs> No one ran that That's one by legal. Incredible. No, no. And then we had to, and then the Gophers made us bleep can the uh, the uh, uh, on a, what was my T-shirt about not being able, not elite, my not elite because yep. uh, we still had some Gopher stuff out of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? So we uh, we sold out our fifty not elite T-shirts, and then we had to stop making those too. We had we had some T-shirt calamities there for a while. Yeah, I found an agitate one the other day though downstairs, and it fits. So I I wore that. That's a great one. We that. also one time we had gopher themed. I think it was just like gopher themed fifteen hundred ESPN T-shirts. And Rachel Bannum, after her freshman year, came up and did an interview at the state fair with Royce and Mackey, and uh-huh. she comes up there and there's like two PR people down, you know, yeah, in the grass and. And uh, gave her a shirt. Here's a Gophers themed, you know, 1500 ESPN shirt. She walks down, and the PR gal grabs it from her, returns it back, and says, "This would be a violation." <laughs> she, if she took a free T-shirt, it'd be a violation. Yeah, I've, I've a few times, not recently, but you know, like met a Gopher athlete over at Manning's when you can do that, and he he won't let you buy him a hamburger. I'm not going to rat you out to the NCAA. Here, eat a hamburger yeah. for a break. Now it's fine. Now anything no, now goes. You do, now it's name, image. <laughs> you could buy him beers. Name, image, and hamburger. You can have exactly. <laughs> Amazing. All right, Joe. All right, Pat. See you. All right, we'll Thanks, see Pat. you. Uh, see you later. That's Pat rapping with Roycey here, uh, three days a week on Mackie and Judd Scorn on the YouTube channel, and Roycey Unchained. You can find that from yesterday, breaking down uh, the Vikings Super Bowl run here. See you guys.